0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Celtic complete the signing of goalkeeper Vasilis Barkas Premiership clubs vote in favour of using five subs this season And Aberdeen will be without Sam Cosgrove for Saturday's Rangers clash And for the next couple of months I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight is Gordon DL and Mark Wilson Well it's good to be back Gordon I'm sure Celtic fans um, will be much happier tonight Knowing that they've got a a goalkeeper over the line um, It was a priority position And that one's been tied up Five subs like you mentioned A lot of people have reaction about that um, Mixed reaction probably And also fans I'm hearing fans may be back in f- For the 14th of September So a bit of optimism Around Scottish football for once Looking forward to the start of the season I think the best news Is to today with fans Gordon uh, At least uh, gives us something to Look forward to Mark will be over the moon He'll have a full house By the time his season kicks off uh, So I think it's good news For everyone concerned How we police it It's got to be different It's got to be unfair In a lot of supporters But at least to start 0141 That's the number You need to get in touch tonight You can tweet us as well At Clyde SSB I must admit Over, over my summer break Inundated with tweets and emails and messages from people just when are Wilson and DL back together? Is everything okay with that relationship? It's not broken down over the summer. Will they be back together? When will they be back together? And tonight is that night. Everything That's okay? You're happy marvelous. happy to see each other? I've not seen them for ages. Actually, I've not seen you for ages, have I? Oh, which is quite good. And my first uh, my first you, comment to him was, What are you wearing and where have you been? Where, where have you where been? been? Where have you been? You've you don't been dress somewhere. Like that. I was away photo Getting a photo shoot <laughs> For what? I can't tell you <laughs> I, I will reveal it And you know something about this Because you don't dress like that He's sort of all, he's, he's kind of all in black uh, blue. And That's blue Is it blue sorry yeah. um, Well he's all in dark well, well hold on then If it's blue Why on earth have you got Black leather shoes on If that's a navy get up That's a I've fashion got, faux pas Because I've not got blue shoes <laughs> <laughs> He's got a set of the baggiest and, and trousers <laughs> I've ever seen in your life <laughs> Tailor fitted A tailor to who? To know you Certainly know you <laughs> Standing there with his fake Adidas gear on It's not even spelled right <laughs> Anyway I knew you were I knew you'd been somewhere You're getting your photos taken I'll tell you another thing For what? Lockdown has not been good to you You've put a bit of timber on Let me tell you <laughs> You probably you probably look good Getting into the shops now Because wow. you've got a mask on Because you are carrying a bit well, I tell you I've, We I've Lenny, we Lenny wouldn't be happy <laughs> <laughs> Right st- Clearly starting as we mean to go on uh, uh, With the serious football discussion 01419511025 Twitter At Clyde SSB Some really good talking points tonight Celtic goalkeeper will start there So Celtic fans What do you make of that signing? This one really will split people I think Five subs for you or not Who's it going to favour Who's it going to go against Is it a good idea Is it not We'll get to that a bit later on And of course uh, Saturday's clash between Rangers and Aberdeen Some big team news Coming in ahead of that one But the big signing news today Celtic do have their goalkeeper Ahead of the new season Vasilis Barkas Is here on a four year deal He says he will be ready to play If called upon on Sunday He says he's already been told About the importance of chasing ten in a row and he contacted his Greek compatriot Georgios Samaras about the club as well. I'm very happy. I, I come in a very big club. I can't wait to play my first game. In, uh, and uh, I can't wait to train uh, with my teammates tomorrow, tomorrow morning. 
I know that this is a very big club. I know about the history. And uh, when I play against uh, Celtic, I remember the atmosphere here in the, in the field is something uh, totally different than Greece. I, I'm come here for the 10th in a row. I, I come here to take the championship again. So I can't wait for I know how, how important is this decision. But uh, it's not only the 10 in a row, it's uh, that uh, you are a Celtic, so you must win uh, every challenge. Uh, I have one uh, very good friend that have a good relationship with Samaras and uh, I asked him. So he told me very good things, he told me that it's a very big team, that uh, you enjoy to play football there, the fun is crazy with the team and uh, I really want to see this. Mark Wilson, you've already been doing what every modern football fan does and you've been checking this guy out on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> what, what did you learn? Well, that's that's what you have to do these days. A lot of these names you don't hear, but a goalkeeper is probably easier to, to to get a feeling of what he's going to be like than an outfield player. Outfield players are easy to compile <laughs> just five clips. But um, this guy, I mean, he looks very athletic. He looks a big goalkeeper. Um Looks like he, he, he closes his angles down very, very well. A lot, of, a lot of his clips were, you know, strikers going through 1v1, they're closing down the space pretty well and using his body big and brave and spreading it. So, I mean, he, he's got to be a, a good goalkeeper. 10 caps for Greece, um, large transfer fee, bit of pressure on him there, but there's no doubt Celtic needed someday of that calibre to come in and replace Fraser Foster. 01419511025. Let's speak to Barry in Barhead. What do you make of the signing, Barry? Yeah, I'm absolutely fantastic. I'm absolutely uh, over the moon with it, uh, panel. How you doing? Yeah, good. Thanks. Um, it's just it, it's it, I'm I'm so relieved that this has been sorted. You know, um, going in a ten in a row just felt the spine of the team is so important. And you know, Fraser Foster played a big part last season, uh, and 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 helped Celtic win. Um, with we are going keep on missing. You know, that's, that's one of your prime positions, and and, and to spend five million. Um, it just shows that the board have actually the 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 back the back learning. Um and it's it's just so refreshing. It, it, especially when Foster was sold for twelve million, Celtic brought in Craig Gordon um for nothing. He basically hadn't kicked a ball for two years. Um don't get me wrong, he done well, he's a good servant for Celtic, but it's just to see that we've spent this money now and next at least for the next couple of years hopefully we can uh, the, the the boy can build on his confidence and, and be a good Celtic goalkeeper. Yeah, I think Celtic have made a big investment uh, in the money and uh, the length of the contract, Gordon. So they believe that he is the answer. I think everyone at the beginning wanted Fraser Foster when they knew that wasn't going to happen. It was a case of, right, get someone in. Because I've always said Scott Bain could have started the season, no problem. I like to look at Hazard. It was the first time I'd watched him on, uh, I think, Monday against Tibbs. Um, he looks a decent goalkeeper as well So in that department They're well stocked And uh, I'll be interesting Just the question Mark is The lad said he's ready to play on Sunday Will Neil Lennon throw him right in? Yeah, I mean time will tell Mark How good he is ultimately Or how, how much of a, a fit he is for Celtic He's obviously got a decent CV Above that though If you like the bigger picture How important is it that Celtic have managed to address what was their obvious need this summer. I mean, yeah. it couldn't be more obvious. You not yeah. only lose Fraser Forster, but Craig Gordon as well. It was the number one priority. It's addressed before the season kicks off and a, a relatively big investment there as well. Yeah, I, I don't think even Neil Lennon could have seen when when football stopped, he could have foreseen that um, come the new season, he was looking for a new number one, having lost two outstanding goalkeepers. You know, I, I'm pretty sure the Celtic fans... Uh, you know, 
Still would, wouldn't have liked to see the back of Fraser Foster But if they had Craig Gordon there They may have not been you know, as bothered as they were But to lose two of them is a huge gap at left And Scott Bain, as Daz says Is a good goalkeeper I, I don't think he's let Celtic down in any way But I don't think you could have went into the season Without another recognised You know, international quality goalkeeper And that's why a lot of Celtic fans will be happy That this is over the line In terms of playing at the weekend I don't think Neil Lennon will see any problem with pitching him in We've seen Fraser Foster come in last year And Lennon pitched him straight into the team Didn't wait about Again it's a position that You know you don't have to do miles of running To be fit for that position You know it's about tweaking your sharpness If Stevie Wood sees him in training this week And thinks he's sharp enough He'll go straight in the team Barry would you have any problems putting him straight in? Uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say so I'd, I'd... Certainly, if he's got the pedigree there, you know he's played in Europe and stuff like that. Um, he certainly looks the part. Um, my only issue would be was if it, you know, it takes a while to strike up a relationship with your centre backs and your defenders, you know. Um, but apart from that, no, I, I, I think if if he's good enough, yeah, why not let him play? Uh, yeah, I mean, Mark has been doing what we usually do these days on YouTube. We've been scouring a bit further, trying to get guys that have have seen Barkas play a bit more. Steve. Uh, as a Greek football expert with Hellas Football Spoke to him about earlier on Just asking what type of goalkeeper Celtic were getting Here's what he had to say Steve, first and foremost Tell us what kind of goalkeeper are Celtic getting Well, his main strengths I think that his height He's quite a tall goalkeeper He's going to be hard to get past um, when, when shots come into the box And he'll be able to make those like, vital clearances When necessary um, and he's just a goalkeeper that I feel like most attacking players won't want to come against, especially a team like Celtic. I, I would also say he has the experience as well with winning titles, having um, helped AK Athens win their first uh, Greek Super League title uh, since 1994 back in 2018. So he has that experience as well as uh, his European experience as well in the qualifiers for both the UEFA Champions League and the Europa League. So that's something that I feel like is going to be just as valuable for Celtic as well. Yeah, how important might that experience and temperament be? It's a hugely significant season for Celtic as they chase a 10th consecutive title. Uh, Glasgow is a fairly intense place to play your football. Do you feel like he has the temperament to stand up to that challenge? Oh, definitely. I mean, um, in Greece, you have some of the biggest rivalries in Europe. Um, And I think the intensity of something like the rivalry with, with Rangers is something he's going to be more than capable of standing up to, especially with the likes of, you know, Olympiakos fans shouting even for 90 minutes, Panathinaikos, Pauk up in Thessaloniki as well. I think he's going to be very much able um, to handle that pressure and be up to the task of playing for such a big club like Celtic. Is Barkas as good as Fraser Forster or can he be as good? How would you compare? Oh, I certainly think so. I mean, I remember when Fraser Forster was part of that Celtic side that defeated Barcelona and there was such an amazing achievement for that club at the time. And it is big shoes to fill because Fraser Forster has been returning to Celtic, whether it be permanently or on loan over the last few years. And um, it's something that he certainly can live up to. And maybe not just Fraser Forster, but certainly the likes of Jorgo Samaras, who was massive at Celtic as a Greek player and it was such an amazing thing to see Samaras perform so well and like capture the imagination and the, and how much fan, like fanship we got from the Celtic uh, supporters I hope that Barkas can do the same as both Fraser Forster and Georgia uh, Samaras as well uh, We'll stick a longer version of that chat on the podcast a bit more about the perceived weaknesses of, of Barkas and, and some of the other considerations his penalty 
um, exploits because that's a big uh, part of Fraser Foster's game. So there was a lot more in there with Steve, who works for Hellas Football. Um, you can hear that if you listen to to the podcast. But clearly the the reports are are good, Gordon from Greece. Yeah, well, the sounds of it, he's a very talented goalkeeper. Um, I think that the presence of a goalkeeper first and foremost is important. I know that. There's arguments to go back years ago that Andy Gorham, for instance, one of the best goalkeepers to come out of Scotland, uh, didn't have that that height, but terrific uh, uh, between the nets. But I think that the fact that this lad's come in, great presence about him, good reports about him, Celtic have put a big investment in. Uh, I, I'm like Mark, I said earlier, would Neil Lennon start him? I don't see why not if he's, if he's fit enough to go and play. And Mark's right, he doesn't need to run about. And against Hamilton at Celtic Park, you would imagine that Celtic would have most of the possession. Uh, so I do see him being a big sign in. I'll be interested to see how he does in Scottish football. Stephen is an heir. What do you think, Stephen? Hi, two Gordons and Mark. Hello. Um, the show's not been the same without you, by the way. Good to see you back. Yeah, I agree, Stephen. <laughs> uh, two, two points. I just want to talk about the Celtic transfers and uh, the sub situation today. Um, I'm quite happy with the the goalkeeper situation. I'm the same as Mark. I've watched YouTube clips, but they can be deceiving. You know, you don't know. It only, it only shows you the good bits, doesn't it? Um, but I'm quite happy at the transfers. I would like maybe another two, probably a left back to challenge uh, Greg Taylor, because I'm not sure about bowling goalie over a season. And a centre-back, because I think we've only got two proper fit uh, first-team centre-backs. So... I'm quite happy up front. I think Edward, I think three strikers are enough. Edward, Griffiths and Clamala, I think will come good if he gets his chances here. Just that's my first point. Yeah, what do you think? I think uh, not far not far off, Stephen. I think certainly a centre-back with Semenovic going out the door. I was quite surprised at that one. Um, but you're right, in terms of recognised centre-backs, you know, Beaton's still been... Been utilised there But I think Neil Lennon Would be looking to add An out and out Centre back to that squad Left back You're right Left back's been one That's been kind of Spoke about for a long time Even last season Bon Golly Didn't look uh, You know Made a lot of mistakes Taylor I would like to see Taylor Given the chance At the start of the season I think he looks <coughs> Much more comfortable In his surroundings now But Yeah Maybe Maybe somebody That can slot into that position After Johnny Hayes And up front well, I think Celtic are okay up front for the minute. With Edward, as long as he stays fit, if Griffiths gets back uh, on track and Kamala scoring goals just now, so I mean, for me, you need three top strikers if you're going to uh, compete in, in all the fronts. So I that think the biggest okay. position marks of uh, centre back. And so, yeah. the, the reason I say that it's not just be, it's because Neil Lennon, before lockdown, started playing with the three centre backs, mm-hmm. and I thought with the two strikers up top, Edward and Griffiths, and I thought that system looked brilliant for him. Uh, he's a bit short in that department. I do agree. I, I I would if I was Celtic, I would like to see maybe an our left back coming in. But I'm not one that's writing ball and golly. I'm probably the only person that's it's not writing them off. I think the lad, yes, he got off to a bad start. Neil but, Lennon seems to have done that though, does he not? Yeah, but I think in a in a wing back situation, Gordon, if they're playing three, where his defensive duties aren't really as important mm. because you've got the extra cover, the extra centre back there. He might just, but Greg Taylor's obviously number one now. But if that's the case and, and Neil Lennon's written him off, then he's got to get cover in for him. Just listening to Steve there from Hellas Football talking about where Barkas has come from, we tend to think that, you know, there's, there's nowhere quite like the Glasgow Goldfish Bowl. And in some ways, 
maybe it is unique. However, if you're talking about intensity of football, yeah. you're, you're going to have to go some to beat Greece. And he talks about the, the rivalries over there, some of the matches that he's played in, some of the hostility from opposition fans. He's won titles. He has played for his national team. So he, he seems, before we've seen him play for Celtic, he seems to have ticked yeah. a few boxes. Yeah, I think that's important, especially with a goalkeeper, the temperament of a goalkeeper and... and Especially if you're Celtic goalkeeper And you're left standing there For long periods of the game Concentration has got to be at maximum There's no doubt he's played In, in, in stadiums and atmospheres um, that, that has been pretty challenging We've all seen Greek football on the TV We've seen Celtic go there And seen how you know passionate their fans are So that's that's not going to phase them You know, Even going to Celtic Park When there is a full house whenever We get that He's going to be used to that sort of environment And that's a good thing to have for, for a number one goalkeeper If that's if that's what he's going to be You'd assume number one with the, the price tag But I think that'll, that'll give Celtic fans a lot of confidence That he's he's already dealt with that side of the game He doesn't really need to learn mm. and get up to speed on that side Okay, you can keep your thoughts coming in on the goalkeeper 01419511025 Stephen, we're going to explore the five subs debate In the not too distant future So why don't you lead us into it nicely What's your own take? Well, I'm led to believe that you're only allowed you're only allowed to make free free stoppages. Yep. I'm I'm very I'm very surprised that the the clubs have voted for this, especially the clubs outside maybe the top three or four mm-hmm. that's got quality in their bench. I'm very surprised that the vote was it eighty percent, I believe. Yeah, I think it had to be over seventy five. Steve is right. The decision has been taken today. Scottish Premiership matches will see five subs able to be used in games starting on Saturday. What do you think? Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Are you for it? Are you against it? Who will it benefit? We'll look at some of those questions next. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson Here with me Gordon Duncan On tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard We kicked off looking at Celtic's new signing The new goalkeeper Vasilis Barkas We're asking you for your opinion On the five substitutions Scottish Premiership clubs Have voted in favour And that means as of Saturday We can see five substitutions used In a game Nine subs to be named on the bench You can use five You can only make three stoppages though So you can only halt play on three separate occasions What do you think? Good idea? Bad idea? Who does it benefit? Who does it not? All of the above Get your thoughts in We are on Twitter uh, Jay is on about the Celtic goalkeeper He says I don't really know anything about Barkas Hopefully a good signing Not in favour of five subs Good to hear the two numpties back together again mm. He says You and Wilson must be aimed at you um, <laughs> Super Mick says Delighted Celtic have been decisive In getting the deal for the new goalie done early Majority will wish Forster all the best I think he'll go on and get a few more caps for England And a decent move Barkas He'll either be barking Or he'll be the dogs oh, You know ah, very See what he's going on Super Mick right enough There we go So uh, We will find out 01419511025 on the phones At Clyde SSB on Twitter So um, Been kind of waiting on this one Because It's Thursday In case you hadn't noticed The league kicks off And Not the not too distant future And we still didn't know This morning Whether we would be allowed To use five subs or not The news came in this afternoon The written resolution To approve the use of five subs Has been approved By the Premiership clubs It'll take effect For the opening set of fixtures Under the new rules Clubs will be able to name A bench of up to nine players But in making their five subs Can only halt play On three separate occasions During the course of a match That's what's come officially That's the official wording From the SPFL 
It says the change recommended to the clubs by the SPFL board on Friday Is a temporary alteration for the 2020-2021 season It's designed to help clubs deal with a more congested than usual fixture calendar Which may see reduced recovery time for players So that's the explanation You don't have to agree with it Andy and Finneson, what do you think? Uh, well, I, I really thought it was a maybe done it for maybe the first two months or something, you know, uh, because I think it's definitely going to suit. It's going to suit the big teams, Rangers, Celtic, obviously. Some of the wee teams, it's going to probably maybe even struggle. But I think, I think it's Jim Duffy last week said at least one of the, I think, or my opinion, one of the players should be you know, under twenty one or something. Give the boy a chance to go to the bench, try and get my game, because it's definitely the, the big teams are going to they're going to want this. I mean, I see Botman is Botman League, you maybe only go to three, four subs sometimes, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, obviously there's no rule in there to say it has to be a youngster, but might this open the door then to see more get a bit of game time, Andy? Well, that's what it's open for, you know. I, I know that, that, that there's no any law, but I would, you would hope that we give, I mean, I'm off for a young team playing, but, but uh, if it gives give the, give the boys it's near enough, you know. They're playing. They're, they're good at under twenty man. They're just maybe bringing into the team. So I, I would definitely hope that the bigger clubs would, would, would try and do that. You know, to give the boys a chance to let them see what it's like to play. And I, I was, I was about when. Uh, remember that rule was in before. I think it was three under twenty ones or something like that on the bench. And I know a lot of managers weren't happy with with putting these guys on the bench, not because they didn't believe in youth, didn't but because it. they were. Yeah, that's that. They didn't earn it. Yeah. These young boys. Were sitting on the bench You would take three boys From the academy And put them on the bench Because you had to And these boys Quickly became disillusioned Of where they were They thought they were Near the first team And they weren't And a lot of them Just fell by the wayside But managers felt like Their hand was forced I get what Andy's saying It would be great If If it actually worked that way That um, You know Players who deserve to be there But I think managers Would be Felt like they were forced into it again If that rule was was brought in Right, five subs Are you in favour or are you not? No Why? No. I, I can understand it I can understand the reasons behind it But I'm not in favour of it I, I, I just can't understand outside Celtic and Rangers Why you would vote for it Because well, I mean, they have obviously yeah, Today, yeah, 75% that, 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 vote that, That's what I say I, I don't understand why um, Because you go, and I know that you can talk about, well, it's, you don't play Celtic Rangers every every week, but you're playing against teams there that have got quality of Celtic's bench, quality of Rangers' bench, and you're, say, at Ibrox, and you're having a, a good day, nil-nil with about 15 minutes, 20 minutes to go, or whenever you're subject, and you stick on three quality players, and you've already stuck on two just before that. Surely, that gives mm. advantage. Now, where I'm understanding, Gordon, is because of what's happened this season. There's a lot of fixtures, and you're trying to use players will get tired. Of course, it will. But I just think that three subs, yeah, I would accept it for the first month or two. I think Andy's mentioned that. I could understand that. But for a full season, surely that plays into the hands. Not that they need it, but of Celtic. Rangers. Is that realistic, though? I mean. I, I follow the logic, but you're not. I don't. Can you? I don't even know the, the logistics of it. Can you have a rule for half a season? Probably not. No. So you're not going to do that. You're not just going to say, no, "Oh, by the way, yeah. guys, up up until Halloween, you can use your five subs." But then we'll, you know, that's not going to happen. So it's either this no. season, so or so not. I, that's what I said. But I do agree. I do not. I would not have went for it. I'm I'm not against it at all. Uh, do I see much point? In it? I'm not sure if I see much point. In it. 
I'd be surprised to see. You may put fans on the bench. But <laughs> by the way, I might need. Joe, get your tags. <laughs> get your boots on, mate. But I'll be surprised to see how many managers actually use their five subs. I think I think a lot of managers will still stick to their three subs because. Managers are sometimes set in their ways. Remember the days it was at Mark Warburton used to always put somebody on right on sixty minutes. Neil Lennon kind of changed where he put his subs on late last year. So you're not going to rush through five subs at the end of the game. I think it'll only come into play if there's injury, and I think that is helpful if there's injured players and you've used your three subs to bring on another one. I don't think it'll. You know, you make the argument against Celtic and Rangers. You're right. You're not going to play Celtic Rangers every week And there's an argument of saying Well you've done well against Celtic for 80 minutes And they're bringing on these guys Well you've just dealt arguably with their best 11 So they're bringing on lesser players if you like Because these guys have been on the bench I know they'll be fresher mm-hmm. But it's it, I don't know how much a difference it'll make Andy, in our game Andy what do you think will, will managers only use it if they feel they have to Or do you think we, we will really see it quite regularly? No, I think as I said, I think the, the first few, you know, maybe first couple of months, they'll, they'll use it because the players are just still to get up and up and running. You know what I mean? Uh, but but once they get up and running, and mm. the fans start it. But uh, is it just Scotland or is it, is it is England and then Europe doing it or is it just in Scotland? England certainly did, didn't they? Five, yeah, England certainly did when they finished off uh, their league season. That's where we've got kind of used to it. I suppose something to remember, though, is you can only halt play on three separate occasions. So if you're going to use your third sub, and you know, it yeah. might well be that if you've used two on, on two separate occasions, if you're going to use the third, I suppose then uh, that th- does it, does it, you know, you have to perhaps put a bit of thought into it, whether you're bringing them all on at one time or, or how you mix it up. That's something we saw in the English Premier League, didn't we? Yeah, I mean it will. I guess it will change. It will work better for the bigger teams who Celtic and Rangers carry larger squads. And you look at when we are there, you know, doing the game, covering the games. You look to uh, your left and you see the amount of players that are on strip. So it makes their the manager's job a wee bit easier. That you say, "Well, come on the bench," and maybe you just think, you know, that guy can be a spark. So it will help them. But I, again, I don't know how much it will be used. I think managers and coaches. Are used to their ways And using Three substitutions And sometimes They don't even use three That's the thing So Is it going to be a big deal? I'm not sure I think it'll be I think it'll be used Quite a lot Early doors Mark I really do And I think that Because of What's happening this season With the importance And the squads That Celtic and Rangers have got I think that Celtic and Rangers Will use it Because Stephen Gerrard's Went out on record And said look I want to make sure That the guys on the bench Can come on and they're the same ability as the, the, the people at start. Celtic are the exact same. They're, they're, they've got quality in their bench. I watched their what you would call a second string against Hibs the other day there. You've got guys like Cham and Griffiths and all these people. Um, so I do think that they will use it early doors. I think the most common argument you hear is that, that obviously that it'll, it'll favour the big teams, they've got the most quality, they've got the deepest squads. But do we not hear managers of every other team on here every week and they say something along the lines of their season won't be defined by games against Celtic or Rangers and, and mm. once you once you cut below that, the squad depth, the squad size, there may be not a, a great deal in it. Let pick a random fixture from the opening weekend. Uh, Ross County against Motherwell on the Monday night. Yeah. You're wondering why why clubs have voted for it. Well, there's two similarly sized clubs in two similarly sized budgets. And I'm pretty sure that after a disrupted end to the season A disrupted pre-season They might just think Do you know what 
I fancy the opportunity to mix up the team a bit more if I can on the night. Are we focusing too much on the fact that it's going to help Celtic and Rangers? Yeah, maybe. I can I can understand your argument there, Gordon. Uh, especially when you get Ross Counties and you get Hibs and St... Uh, sorry, maybe Hamilton St Johnston, teams like that. I can understand that. But also, I think that, you know, it's there to use, but to use five subs in a game as well, I think <laughs> it sort of changes the game for me a little bit. Yeah, it was old international friendlies. Remember that where they would make six and seven subs at half time. Yeah, there is nothing the worse. Game. Mm. Um, again, I, I, I'll be surprised if we see a lot of it. I could be wrong. I'm here in the studio on Saturday and Sunday, but and I could be made to uh, eat my own words there. But I'll be surprised how many times we see five subs and over the weekend. Yeah, well, it's going to, somebody's going to be a quiz question, aren't they? When they're the first, fourth or fifth yeah. sub to go on in a, a Premiership match. Kieran Reynolds loving the five subs rule. It will take a while to bed in and the wee teams will struggle to adapt at first. Um, but he's loving it, says Kieran. Thank you to Andy in Finnis. And what about you, Neil, in Cote Bridge? Are you in favour or against the five subs? Hi there, lads. How you doing? Um, I'm 100% in favour um, of it, but it's... Uh, I think the, big, the smaller teams will all be kind of saying under their breath that, oh, well, that's just going to suit. Uh, the bigger teams, it's kind of just like Mark says, like you can have a like, almost like a second-string team um, on your bench that can com- completely come in and change the game. Yeah, I mean, that obviously is, is the fear, isn't it? And you can just imagine on those one-off games, whoever, St Mirren have done well, they're, they're holding out against Celtic and they, they look over mm-hmm. and there goes Rogic and Griffiths and Cham and Mikey Johnson, you know, you can you can get that. But then similarly, surely you can flip it in its head and say, well, St Mirren have dug in for 80 minutes against Celtic and they want to bring on extra fresh legs to see exactly. if they can continue. Exactly. So obviously, I think that's the obvious one. The more good players you've got is going to benefit you, but surely everyone can find some use for it and that's why they voted for it. Yeah, and I think this will, a lot of the calls and a lot of the opinions and a lot of what we'll read over the next day or so or on the next weeks will revolve around Celtic and Rangers purely because the the size of squad that they carry and the quality and their and who they can bring on. But you're right, I can I can work to uh, uh, the smaller so called smaller clubs' advantage when it's like that. Adding fresh legs if they're playing Celtic and Rangers, you know. Taking off a striker, uh, you know, or your strikers, and putting on fresher, you know, legs, midfielders, it can work to their advantage. But well, man, I think you, a wee bit of getting used to. You, you're a manager, uh, okay? Question marks. Uh, but <laughs> if you are, if if you're asked that question, what would you have voted? Uh, I know. I, I was asked the question, right? I know that you, you know, can the, say the well, lower leagues will still vote for it. Yeah, but yeah. what's your? Are you in favour as a manager? I'll tell you the the, the God's honest truth. I say, well, uh, what, what I say here. I says I'm not opposed to it, but I I don't know what's wrong with the the system just now. See how you so, see how you're saying that you're allowed to put nine subs on. Do you think that managers five. will be, be putting nine on the bench? Nine on the bench? Well, certainly not at my level. I mean, no, you can't put nine on the bench. <laughs> but but well, even if, you, <laughs> even if you look down past Celtic Rangers, maybe even Aberdeen, will they put nine on the bench? I don't know. What, I, what is I, the point I, of that? Uh, you know, maybe six. And then say right I can pick five for six Because Mark's right yep. you, you end up putting players on there That as a manager You're thinking I'm putting him on there For a number Because he's not worked Hard enough to deserve To be on that bench You've got to work to earn it 
So I, I what, what, What's the standard bonus procedure? Do you exactly. get your win bonus oh, if you're on the bench? Oh, that'd be brilliant. That's, <laughs> oh, uh, see, just that's sitting another... there as the ninth man. Yeah, oh, that's, that's another. Anyway, uh, that's for another worms, day. Yeah. Neil, on you go. Um, well, it was. Well, I've not read like the complete ins and outs here. Is it for the complete season, or is it like? Is, yeah. Are they going to reevaluate it throughout? Like, and well, obviously halfway through, quarter way through, so on. No, well, yeah, well, the official line from the SPFL they call it a temporary alteration for the 2020 2021 season. So it looks like it will be for the entirety of this league campaign, which which kind of makes sense, Neil, doesn't it? I know you might not want to stick with it forever, but I'm not really sure you can have rules that only apply to half a season, can you? Oh, I suppose that's a good point. It's like say, whenever whenever it comes to like, obviously the bigger teams being able to have the game changing kind of amount of subs that's. Well, as much as obviously as a silly fan, I love the idea of it, especially going for ten. But um, you're kind of you're kind of thinking, is it is completely as fair when it comes to the, obviously the smaller teams? Mm. Yeah, I mean, John Belton's on Twitter. He says, "What was the voting score? Do you know? Um, no, to be honest, but it, it had to be more than seventy-five percent. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's so a, they voted for pretty it. overwhelming. So the um, They've loved a vote, haven't they? <laughs> in the last few months. Yeah, they, funnily enough, there was there was no there, there was no explanation as to whether these votes had to be emailed in oh, or anything. Oh, I, I, don't no, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Surprised it go over the line. John also says What about the water break Is that happening Oh surely not I don't, Yeah I don't, yeah I think, Is that I happening think, I think you should be allowed The ball no, I, I, don't, I don't think we're going for, Last I checked I don't think we're that going was For the water break That was awful um, Last I checked Could be wrong But that no, I don't think so That was a coach's break That wasn't a water break In England That was That was Terrible the way that was used You don't need it here Let's be honest It's no, freezing well, You might maybe, get the game over Bovro, Come over and heat yourself up <laughs> Absolutely don't need it here <laughs> It would be a nonsense For a water break Neil quickly before we let you go Your thoughts on Celtic's new keeper um, I think like everyone else No one really kind of knows much about him Other than the game that we played But that was kind of one of the points I was going to ask was that How long do you think that uh, The Celtic fans are going to give him If he's not as Like the Fraser Forster kind of level well, it's that's the thing. He's always going to be compared because he's the transfer fee coming in. He's right after Foster. Foster being a big fan's favourite. He's always going to be compared, and that's going to be difficult for him. You know, I think Celtic fans will just need to judge him on his individual merits rather than you know if he lets in a shot from twenty yards off. Fraser Foster would have saved that. Well, it's it's a bit unfair that, but certainly Neil got on YouTube. That's that's the way we dig into it. Make some good saves on there It looks apart Whether that'll Come to fruition in games We'll see yeah, Time will tell Thank you very much To Neil and Coke Bridge 01419511025 Good time to get your call in We're going to get travel with Stephen We could be speaking to you next And there is a glimmer A glimmer of hope That fans might be allowed Into football stadia Sooner rather than later We'll tell you about that next 01419511025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Wilson and DL reunited haven't seen each other in a couple of weeks no love lost though it's like it's like they've never been away they're back together in the studio Yep Oh a shout out to where Daz is pal uh, avid listener at the show Who's that? Who's that? I've yep. got a pal Yeah, yeah there's a you know say somebody was listening one of your mates No 
No. Ah, close pal of yours <laughs> He's forgotten already by the sounds of it I was just wondering what you were singing there to interrupt me Reunited What were you singing? You get something to want to share with the I class re- I, was trying to, I was trying to be professional and sort of welcome everyone back to the <sighs> show And you're singing You're never professional that In the, the background <laughs> We're on Twitter at Clyde SSB Talking about the subs Five subs to be introduced I'm just going to turn you two off for a second uh, Here we go Says Seems a bit of a strange move What happens if you've got a small squad anyway? Using five subs could lead to an injury to the fourth or fifth Which reduces your squad for the next game if players were good enough to be considered Managers could easily rotate the team per game And Will says It doesn't make sense to me How many extra games are clubs playing On the flip side What happens if you get an injury towards the end And you can't sub them off Because you've already used them um, It's not about clubs playing more games They're going to be squished in a little bit more Because remember we've got This season's Scottish Cup to finish We've got the Betfred Cup to put in Which is usually Kicks off in the summer We're going to have extra International breaks And there's obviously No winter break as well So It's not so much The volume Well it is to some teams But I think it's the congestion Isn't it Is that part of the thinking Yeah I think so There'll be a lot of Midweek fixtures And it's Quite difficult With the Betfred Cup especially You know you use that At the very start of July And you can kind of Gauge your squad through But You're going to be right Into these competitive games soon. Clubs haven't had a lot of time For pre-season games Not just been one or two On the TV But there's not been a lot of time And we're straight back into it Not a great deal of love For the five subs on Twitter Mark Wilson's Not really bothered To be honest Gordon DL doesn't like it What about Charlie in Uddingston What do you think Charlie? Uh, just to make a point to Gordon And, and the rest of you In the, the panel mm-hmm. is, You're discussing something That England started In the Premier League They, were, they started the, the water break In the five subs Because the season was played in June and July, which is the height of the summer, really, in England, and the temperatures are very high. And the players have been off for quite a while. That was the reason they did it. They, they brought the water break in for that. So it's not going to continue the water break. Yep. And the five subs won't continue in the Premier League either. But Scotland, for some reason, have decided from August through the winter, we're going to have five subs. Because well, uh, England did it, and well, I don't see, I don't understand that. Yeah, I mean, like I said all along, you, you don't have to agree, Charlie. But they've not done it because of the temperature. They've not done it because they think it's too warm. They've done it because that clubs feel, obviously, since they voted for it today, that there is a more congested than usual fixture calendar. Think about our teams this weekend as well. Some of them haven't played in four months. Haven't played competitive football in four months. Maybe closer to five months for some of them. They've had a disrupted pre-season. And they're now going into a congested fixture calendar. So that's why they've done it. It's not because they think it's going to be too warm. I understand that. But Gordon's doing his usual jovial self, talking about a water break. And Gordon knows what? There's no chance of a water break. Yeah, no, yeah we, we, we did say that. Oh, 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 we, 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 we did say there was no water break, Charlie. Charlie, I said that uh, the only water break it would be would be hot water yeah, for a Bovril. So, so I, I'm not saying for a water break, Charlie. No, I shouldn't think so. But the five subs yeah. as well, isn't it? Don't need the five subs. No. And I also said no five subs, Charlie. They're professional football players, for God's sake. That's their job, seven days a week, and they don't need five subs. So, three's plenty. That's that. Simple as that. I don't mind that. A decisive opinion, Charlie's not having it, which is fine, because I think a lot of people feel the same. Um, Maybe coming at it from a slightly different angle, I don't for a second think Scottish clubs think it's going to be so hot in Dingwall in March that we need five subs. It's because they believe that the fixture calendar is a bit more congested. And just touching on what you said there about clubs not playing competitive football for five five months, I remember you know watching a couple of those English games, and these these players that play in the English Premier League are considered the elite. And the amount that went down with cramp, or you could see them, you know, kind of season up early into that restart. 
you know, was much more than you would usually see at the start of a season. So I, I, you know, there may be a time that it, or 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 teams or players. Who do struggle with the actual physicality of coming back to competitive football? It's different though, because as Charlie says, that was just to see them through that that sort of end period to mm. the season. You know, we're now we have now, by the looks of it, committed to this for the but full the season. The, the point of it all is quite simple for me, Gordon. What, you, the, there's arguments for and against, and you'll have your own opinion, of course. I can't understand Charlie coming on having a go. Me, oh, he didn't like you. That was the best bit of the point. Andy that has a go at you has I, my back. I'm not too keen on Charlie myself because he agreed with me. But the biggest point of this is you look at clubs, and over 75% have got to vote for it, and that's what happened. So, that if, if you're a manager and you're at a football club, especially at big clubs, the sports science guys will be giving advice to the managers and the board and everyone saying, yeah, five subs is a good idea because that's why it's positive. So I mm. am f- at the end of the day, it doesn't matter to me if they use five subs or not. You don't like it though. You're, you're not no, for I it. would prefer to stick to the three, but I can understand it. Charlie, what we keep hearing is that this benefits that what this this benefits is the bigger clubs, Charlie, as a Rangers fan. Is that something you think your team can benefit from this season? Well, they probably they probably can benefit, but but the point is, England brought it in because it was for a short period of time. End of story. Now we've got a full season ahead of us from August right through to next May, and every team is equal to start with regard fitness that they should be. So it's a case of building up your fitness as you go, and you shouldn't need any more than three subs, as far as I'm concerned. And without a doubt, it'll be a water break with a kid on. So I yeah, don't think that's ever going to happen. No, I don't. I don't think you're alone in that, Charlie. That was Charlie in Uddingston. William Donachie says it will benefit bigger clubs. And penalise smaller clubs Who don't have a strong bench For example Celtic v Aki's this weekend Celtic's 4th and 5th subs Will be stronger picks Than the Aki's first 11 It's giving them extra strength I see it as unfair To smaller clubs And again I think we're, we're all in agreement On those fixtures mm-hmm. That's bang on That 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 is yeah. undeniable Maybe mm-hmm. worth considering All the other fixtures though When it's Hamilton against Can't St Johnson Or Motherwell Or Ross County Or Livy Or St Mirren yeah. But as I said it there it's, You know The clubs have voted for this It's not as if I just mean you have to agree But Yeah no I've just come up with us I can't believe after the last few months You think we have to stand and agree With what clubs (laughs) voted for We've got to We've got to But the clubs have voted So I mean they must have taken Games against Celtic and Rangers Into consideration And thought okay Yep we see The cons in that However when we play A Dundee United When we play a Kilmarnock It could help us But we're getting Like I said Five minutes ago we're always going to get caught up in Celtic and Rangers when it comes to these this five subs. But I don't get why anybody's that concerned about it. Again, maybe three weeks, four weeks down the line, when we actually see the evidence of how many managers have used it and used it to their advantage, then perhaps we can go back and say, well, it's clearly a big advantage to these clubs. But we could go this full weekend and clubs make, Celtic may make, Two substitutions And that's it mm. Because that's all Neil Lennon thinks The team needs Who knows Yeah Brian likes it On Twitter I must say We've not had many But Brian likes it He says Has to be a good idea Who wants players Getting cramp injuries Give more players Game time um, Some potentially Good news And you always have to Throw words like that In just a bit of um, A caveat Just in case Fans Could That's the important word mm. Could be allowed Into sports events From the 14th of September um, First Minister Nicholas Sturgeon speaking today And again it's all the usual caveats in there That things have to keep improving and all the rest of it But, but that is a, that's a potential And that's maybe a date a bit earlier than we thought Partial crowds, physical distancing 
um, test events allowed to take place even earlier. So there's again there's a suggestion that Scotland Israel September the fourth could be one of those test events. No point in getting carried away just yet. We wish it was even sooner. But it is something. I, I mean amazing. Amazing news that because it's the fans are the, the lifeblood of, of Scottish football. Um and it's gonna be it's been weird watching pre season games without supporters being there. Um to start the season Saturday, it's gonna be very odd watching competitive football without anyone there. And to think that that would, might have dragged on until the new year, I don't know, it just kind of watered down the, the excitement of the season for me. So to think that they could be back in pretty soon, albeit in smaller numbers. But you know the big problem coming, Mark, and hopefully we can start to get supporters in. Of course, we're all keeping our fingers crossed. But for the likes of, you look at Celtic today, talking about you know sold out all their season tickets. Now, you're not going to get 60,000 in the Celtic Park. How do you... Oh, of course, that, listen, massive that. logistical challenges, yeah, but it's a baby course. step. But, at, at yeah, Gordon and I've said for day one, it's all baby steps. Plan for the worst, hope for the best. Like, beat the pundit. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. I like how when Tuesdays beat the pundit, you planned for the worst and then delivered the worst. It was the it was the it was the worst performance I've ever seen from you. On okay. Beat the Pundit And the pundits are up against it this week It's 2-1 to the listeners For the Who opening week uh, Jim Duffy Yeah he tried to get a bit of respectability back For Come on, for the pundits Marshall. So let's see what tonight has in store Beat the Pundit Your chance to win a signed ball If you can get the better Of Mark Wilson Or Gordon DL I know it sounds easy Believe me 0141 951 1025 Get your call in before 7 Tackle the headlines 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL Here with me Gordon Duncan On tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard We kicked off the first hour Talking about Celtic's new signing They have a goalkeeper Ahead of the new season Vasilis Barkas Signing for the club today We heard from him uh, the SPFL, the Scottish Premiership clubs I should say Have voted in favour of using five subs For the upcoming league season as well Lots of thoughts coming in on that What about you Rangers and Aberdeen fans Looking ahead to Pataudry on Saturday No Sam Cosgrove this weekend And no Sam Cosgrove for the next couple of months What does that do to this week's fixture And beyond you tell us And we will do this first Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online thescottishsun.co.uk slash football Beat the Pundit time It's 2-1 to the listeners this week The Pundits have been hopeless Save for Jim Duffy last week Gavin is in Newton Mearns tonight Hi Gavin Hi there, how are you doing? Not too bad at all Did you hear DL's attempt on Tuesday Gavin? I did, uh, shocking it was Yeah, It was awful (laughs) <laughs> and do you know the thing is uh, Some of the pundits have got lives Which is fine And they can't mm-hmm. always listen in On the nights that they're not on But Wilson doesn't have one mm. And he listens every night He's mm-hmm. the only pundit That listens every night I think yep. yeah. And I can just imagine The delight on your face When he got two And got beat 6-2 on when Tuesday he says Dundee uh, <laughs> Dundee I mean Hibs At the end I oh, can he stop laughing what How bad idiot. was he? What an idiot Well I, I did have a poor Opening beat the pundit <laughs> Poor doesn't cover it I, I was a champion last year But Gavin sounds a bit nervous Think so? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's easy meat I think he's on to take advantage of you You were so Come bad on Tuesday To be fair, you couldn't be any worse, could you? You set the bar quite low 6-2 Anyway, we'll toss the coin, Gavin uh, Mark yeah. might not fare any better uh, Heads, it's Mark Tails, it's Gordon He's off the hook It's Mark Wilson Come on, Gav, Gavin You're sounding confident From Newton Mills <laughs> <laughs> So 
As always I'll give Mark some clay too To listen to it That way he won't know What your attempted answers are Gavin 30 seconds on the clock And you can pass okay. all, all good? Yeah good to go Let's do it Your time starts now Who did Rangers face In their last competitive match? By Leverkusen Which Scottish side Are nicknamed the Honest Men? Uh, the Honest Men Air United Name any of the three clubs Relegated from the English Premier League This year Watford Who was the St Mirren manager Before Jim Goodwin? Jack Ross What no. nationality is Celtic's Mohamed El Yunusi? Um, Israeli Who's the all-time top scorer in the Champions League? Mm, Raul Who are the most southerly club in the Scottish Premiership? Southerly Kamarnock Okay, let's see what Mark Wilson can do Mark, can you hear us? Yes Great, same set of questions to you 30 seconds on the clock Your time starts now Who did Rangers face in their last competitive match? Hearts. Which Scottish side are nicknamed the Honest Men? Air United. Name any of the three clubs relegated from the English Premier League this year. Bournemouth. Who was the St Mirren manager before Jim Goodwin? Oren Kearney. What nationality is Celtic's Mohamed El Yunusi? Swiss. Who is the all time top scorer in the Champions League? Ronaldo. Who are the most southerly club in the Premiership? Come on. Gavin, what do you think? Uh, he's got me. He's got me by one, probably. I think it was pretty close. What were you giggling away at over in the corner? Because none of them were anywhere near as bad <laughs> as you on Tuesday. I, I would have been good there, but it was the southerly one. I was thinking, oh no, I'd have been in real trouble there. Okay, first one. Who did Rangers <laughs> face in their last competitive match? It was Bayer Leverkusen. Yeah. Gavin got it. Mark did uh, not. Well done, one Gavin. nil to Gavin. Which Scottish side are nicknamed the Honest Men? Air United. You both got it. Gavin stays in front. <laughs> Name any of the three clubs relegated from the English Premier League You had the choice of Bournemouth, Watford, Norwich You both got it Gavin mm, stays one in front game. Who was the St Mirren manager before Jim Goodwin? Brilliant Oren Kearney I'm afraid Not yeah. Jack Ross Mark Poole's level It's a good game yes. this though Because Mohamed El Yunusi is Norwegian, Norwegian. Oh, Did Gavin oh, get man. it? He what did, did Gavin not. say? Gavin said Israeli You said Swiss Aye both hopeless um, Who is the all-time top scorer In the Champions League At what Ronaldo? Oh. Oh, the, the Ronaldo just now No, no R9 no, R7 no, no, you, R7 yeah. please, CR7 please, CR7 Please tell me it's not him It is I'm afraid Cristiano Ronaldo So Mark Wilson moves in front oh, And who are the most southerly club It won't matter You both said the same You both got it right incidentally <sighs> It is Kilmarnock But Gavin In Newton Merns It breaks my heart to tell you That he's pipped you by one Hardlines No I played well Mark Cheers Cheers but... Gavin Enjoy that right. Yeah no, Resounding man. victory <laughs> Listen to him Listen to him Gavin uh, that was First week back Gavin in Newton Merns Mark Wilson isn't quite as daft as he looks One, two, three, four, five for him And a Four for Gavin oh, and Newton Mills. That's that what you like. Classic guy. Yeah, high, high scoring. I like it when it's high scoring and it's close. Gordon's on Tuesday was high scoring and not close. Yeah, but I thought the yeah. questions there were easier. Oh, just a couple, sure. couple of educated yeah. fellas here. A couple yeah. of clever guys. Yeah, yeah, thinking about the answers on the line. You were, just panicking after the f- uh, you were panicking after the first one. Tell the truth. I seen your. What face. was the first one? <laughs> Who did Rangers face? Oh, I. Do you remember the Bayer Leverkusen game? No, no, no. Is that long ago? Keep your calls coming in please 01419511025 Celtic with a new keeper Five subs to be introduced What about this weekend? Rangers fans What difference will the absence of Sam Cosgrove make? Not only can he not play this weekend He won't be here uh, He won't be fit for the next couple of months And Curtis Main is not fit either So Aberdeen really struggling for strikers at the weekend How much does that play into your hands Rangers fans? Or 
Are you not thinking about that? And Aberdeen fans How big a blow is it? Get your thoughts in Let's hear from the man who will be impacted more than most And that's Derek McInnes We feel he'll, he'll be out possibly 8 to 10 weeks um, I know it's been reported a bit longer than that But we don't anticipate that But it's still long enough Especially in the eve of the, the new season It's obviously the, not the news we want um, But he doesn't need surgery as it stands And um, it's a fracture of his, of his cartilage really so he's non-weight-bearing for two weeks. So he'll be on crutches for the next two weeks just to let that uh, that cartilage try and heal. And then we'll um, see where we are there. We'll probably re-image him again in a few weeks' time and hopefully the, the healing process is going. But ultimately, we're going to be without our top goal scorer for a, for a period of time. Rangers fans, Aberdeen fans playing each other this weekend. A good chance for you to get your call in and tell us what you think about the absence of Sam Cosgrove. He's the main striker for Aberdeen. He's their top scorer, so... Fairly obviously Rangers fans That suggests It plays into your hands This weekend Is that the way you see it And what about Aberdeen fans How big a blow 01419511025 Talk to us right now What about you two Well it weakens Aberdeen uh, And their backup Curtis Mayne Who is decent um, Not playing as well So it gives Derek McInnes um, Some problems So you'd be happy with that If you're a Rangers manager But you're also looking at Rangers A big question mark is uh, Their top goal scorer Morelos um, so it's going to be interesting on Saturday When we get the teams in Gordon To see who starts and Especially for Aberdeen up front And um, it'll be interesting to see how Derek plans this game How he lines up How his tactics are Because the one thing about Sam Cosgrove I've watched him against Rangers before He likes to put himself about And uh, I think Aberdeen will miss that Yeah and not only because he's he's a good player He's a good goal scorer Mark But his physical presence Curtis Main also carries a physical presence If they are not available And, and young Bruce Anderson plays Who by the way has scored against Rangers yeah. Early on in a season up at Pataudry before But it changes the game plan You would imagine Or, or yeah. it certainly changes your attacking dynamic If you yeah. don't have those target men to I, would do, I wouldn't say that Aberdeen were a, a Route 1 team by any means But I mean having you know a big guy up there Certainly helps them I mean they've relied so heavily on Cosgrove o- over, the, over the time he's been there And then Tail end of the season When Curtis Main came in He did not too badly So Bruce Anderson You would think was, Is probably somebody Who's going to add A different sort of He's, he's not saying a forward Mark He's a wider player Yeah, yeah. He's uh, a wider player Gordon I, I, I are, you, are you sure? Yes Yes um, He's not an out and out Centre forward for me I But think. he's going to be He's going to be somebody That's probably going to Run in behind more Than Than say A Cosgrove Or a main He comes on up front For Aberdeen Scored against Rangers I was at at the game He he scored Uh, Yeah I remember it Because we we stood here In the studio And Mark Wilson And Hugh Keevans went (laughs) (laughs) Nah nah Bruce Anderson It's not not the right (laughs) substitution When are we bringing him on At this stage (laughs) And he scores (laughs) You should give me Hugh up Beside you Uh, uh, (laughs) Do you know what though Mark To be fair You're not the only one Who makes bad predictions On the show Just go back a couple of Two days in fact Exactly two days ago We're talking about Alfredo Morelos Rangers striking options Do you remember this? I will say Rangers Will have a new striker And by Thursday night Mark my word Remember let's, let's do that again Tuesday night I will say Rangers Will have a new striker And by Thursday night Mark my word Explain yourself Was that me? <laughs> oh, it was you alright Well it's still Still time to go What time's it? What we think? Where have you got that from? Well, Where's your source? Exclusive. Is that who you were meeting? Dressed like <laughs> <laughs> he was meeting the source. Did they not have another source last uh, year? Yeah, I've got a Celtic <laughs> one. I've got a Rangers <laughs> one. Turned up absolute <laughs> nonsense as well. Uh, you watch this space, Gordon. 
I didn't say what Thursday may be next Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. On a serious note, if there is such a thing on the show, um, I don't think the French transfer window is open anyway. So the chances of of Morelos being sort of gone and signed and, and completely away by the weekend was always going to be slim. Mm-hmm. With the uncertainty, th- does it change the likelihood that he plays at the weekend? Glad to play him for me. I, I I know that Rangers fans and we go back to this last week against Coventry and. Uh, oh did you see his body language All of a sudden supporters are brilliant Reading body language And he doesn't want to be there Or whatever If you're Steven Gerrard And you're going up there And you've got a guy who's banged you 30 goals Okay Argument from the beginning of January He scored one Second argument He looks probably In the same weight length as, as Mark He's, lo- he's looking trim, trim. He's, he's looking he's a wee bit himself. Like he needs A bit of People extra People always say that No he does He does He's sure? carrying a little bit more Than he normally does But He's a goal scorer And he's probably With Defoe Not available I don't see why You wouldn't play um, What was the other option I mean that's That's the problem With Rangers And, and last season as well Relying so heavily On, on Morelos And when he was suspended Defoe came in And done a great job Tail end Camberry came in and yeah, he did. He did okay, Camberry. But you always felt that Rangers needed some somebody else. And I mean, it's quite start now. I don't think there's any danger of him not playing on Sunday. It won't matter because they'll have a new striker Bradley. by the end of the night, according yeah, according yeah. to Gordon. Anyway, yeah, he so. might be on the bench. Yeah, we'll Maybe one nine subs. <laughs> right, Ian and Blantyre. Ian is a Rangers fan. Ian, Sam Cosgrove's absence. What does that do for Rangers at the weekend? I think it'll give Rangers a huge boost on on Saturday. Oh, I'll be good for him because he's not playing as I say as I said to your producer we will go and he's, uh, he's he's a big he will be a big miss he's their best he's a good striker and oh by the way it's good to see he's all back again Thanks, and thank uh, you. Two, two Gordons and Mark Mark as well glad to see he's all back thanks Ian he's very back kind yeah. very it's kind. good to be back it's like we've never been away like we mentioned about the game plan there's no, There are no two ways about it And again this is no disrespect to Bruce Anderson Or whoever leads the line If you are Connor Goldson Or whoever else partners him Maybe that's another debate we can have another time You're happy not to see Sam Cosgrove's yeah. name on the sheet That's just the way football works Yeah 100% I mean when you're coming up against a team And the main striker's out Yeah I've, I've been in defences where You know main striker's out It does get you a wee lift There's no doubt about it Because you'd rather be facing somebody who who, let's be honest, wasn't going to start the game if if Cosgrove or Main. So it's the third choice, really. So of course you're you're happy. Both are Aberdeen. I, I might just make Derek rethink things. You know, rethink his formation. And I think that's the probably the most frustrating thing for Derek that he's he's probably worked his pre-season plan round a system. And if Cosgrove get injured, then he can quickly change that for Curtis Main. Quite quite similar when the two of them are injured, which is quite unusual. Then it might be a rethink of the system. Now that might play more into Rangers' hands yeah. if Derek and Aberdeen have been playing a certain way, and then all of a sudden come Saturday they have to play a totally different way. So that could work in Rangers' favour. I don't think they're pre-season. I know it's pre-season games, Mark, and I'm not really bored about it. But I don't think their pre-season results have been no. particularly good. No. Um, so you're not bothered about it, but but you're a little bit bothered about I, it. I, I just think the way I, I think it's always going to be a difficult game, Gordon. Even with Cos- not really Oper- lost anyone. They've added Johnny Hayes. Yeah, which is a good signing for them Of course it is um, I just think that I think the way things are going I would have, I would fancy Rangers to go there and get a result on what, Saturday. what else anyway. are you thinking ahead of that one Ian? Uh, that's, that's right about it And I was just going to say that 
Gordon Gale was rubbish on Tuesday night. Rubbish doesn't. Rubbish does not even uh, cover it. To be honest, we should have. We should have said. Just meant as a pundit, not, uh, uh, not, not a quiz. Oh, that's what he was meaning. <laughs> just had an all-round rubbish Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Um, we should have really mentioned this at the start because you've got to offer great sympathy to the player. It's always. Horrible when you hear it. And it, luckily it doesn't sound like It's going to be quite as long As, as the initial reports But Derek McKinnis still talking About two months minimum Which is um, A fairly lengthy chunk And if you bear in mind That three weeks ago Money. Aberdeen almost made Two and a half million quid On, on Sam Cosgrove Football's a funny old game like that The timing's everything Things come back round to bite you it's, it's a shame for him And it's a shame for the club yeah. I've got I've got to say Gordon I, I wonder if that was a Was it a concrete bid Of that sort of money? I'm very surprised that Aberdeen Well no fan. Aberdeen accepted it I think And he, yeah, and he didn't fancy it Yeah, yeah. Uh, Well you know It shows you just in the space of a few weeks Or a month And all of a sudden you get sent for He's out Derek McInnes in there Eight to ten weeks By the time he gets back his fitness You could be looking in the In the region of three months For one of your best centre forwards Or your best centre forward yeah. It's a difficult start to season for him Especially and to add, Rangers got uh, yeah. a number on them if, if you're thinking about him being the main striker as well uh, You know, have to think that Derek would go back into the market for somebody else Because you're looking at your main striker coming back With the best part of eight months out And it's going to take him another couple of months To get up to match speed So the full part of the year So The only thing I'll say about that Mark Sorry for interrupting you um, Is the fact that it's well documented that Aberdeen are struggling Everybody's taking wage cuts Johnny Hayes is playing For nothing just now mm. um, And you go into the market For a centre forward Where are you going to get one That's well, uh, well You only have to look at Hibs A couple of weeks ago Hibs asked their full squad To take wage cuts And signed Was it two or three players The next day So uh, I, I think there will be funds there For teams that have to do similar I don't quite understand How the finances work But Hibs certainly got it to work But yeah, If you're going to be Aberdeen and Derek And realistic Getting back to third place in the league And he'd hope to finish higher But it's not going to happen You've got to have a main goal scorer And he's got two out at the minute So he's got to bring somebody in Yeah lots on Twitter and that one Ned Kelly says Aberdeen's injury won't affect our play Unless they park the bus Otherwise they will get steamrollered So Ned is, is confident Matthew though says Sam Cosgrove and Curtis Main missing It's in the stars Johnny Hayes winner According to Matthew Quite a lot on Twitter for you two tonight On, yeah. on a personal note as well Rather oh. than just a uh, that should be good A professional one uh, Hugh Moan wants to know He's obviously been following Your social media platforms Mark He wants to know If you enjoyed your trip Around Europe On your holidays <laughs> oh, I, I, Did you see that? that it's, it's not always a football show People just A travel show I can spend Wish you were here yeah, I certainly enjoyed it, it. Do, you know who, do you know who didn't enjoy? He was raging at you Because I've played golf With him a couple of times <laughs> Over the summer He just He was not happy <laughs> With your, your social media updates No wonder Here's, he, a, he gave me here's, a, here's a photograph Of me sitting on a wall the next day Here's a fence Right I'm going to Here's sitting in a cafe That was the Eiffel Tower Seriously You know what he said to me Before I went Just before I went He says uh, What was it On the phone you said to me I hope I hope it all goes wrong <laughs> And he, he meant He didn't even laugh Like he's laughing He says I hope it all goes wrong And that was that And and, and you know When you speak to him on the phone He doesn't even say Cheerio bye He just hangs up the doesn't phone Doesn't say so, hello either I doesn't say hello that? either was And it? he just hung up the phone Hope it all goes wrong And I'm with I'm, my I'm two boys I'm delighted you had a good I went, trip. Ah, It was great It was great fun Just you and the two boys That was that aye. Cruising Europe Cruising oh. Europe aye. Best time to do it You know people will be sitting say Thinking so. well What about the You know The restrictions It's fine Yeah Nothing All the tourist attractions Were empty Walked into everything It was great 
Helt fun. So it didn't go wrong. Then yeah, it goes wrong. Unfortunately, I was home to walk in here and ain't somebody else was standing there. Oh, thanks a lot She was taking a bit of a sinister turn uh, One thing that is almost certain to go wrong Is the full time teaser It's coming up next These two have to put their brains together And try and come up with the answers to this More of your calls on all of the above topics Thank you to Ian and Blantyre And we'll hear from Jim Goodwin um, When he and six of his colleagues Tested positive for coronavirus Last week you may have heard about this Jim Goodwin confirming he was one of them uh, We'll hear from him and the full time teaser And more of your calls next Taking your calls on Scottish football 0141 951 1025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon Diels here, Mark Wilson alongside him Still plenty of time for you to get your calls in Or tweet us at Clyde SSB The number you need 0141 951 1025 And like I say, Twitter at Clyde SSB At this time every night on the show You send questions in The pundits try and come up with the answers and we call it the full-time teaser. So the address you need if you want to take part in the future, full-time at Clyde1.com. It's that simple, full-time at Clyde1.com. We're looking for 13 answers tonight, but I think you'll whiz through some of them. 13's about as many as we would really look for in a question, to be honest, but I think you'll you, you'll fly through a couple. So Martin says, which 13 people have been on the books at Celtic and have also managed in the English Premier League? So which 13 people have been on the books at Celtic In terms of playing staff And also managed in the English Premier League And it includes caretaker Moyes, Lambert Steady on, alright Moyes Lambert Uh-huh Come on, Mark, jump in Mackay Mackay, yeah Malky Mackay Yeah Yeah yep. Tony Mowbray Yep Keane Stevie Keane Stevie Keane Alright, we'll leave it there Because that's a good start I, I thought you would make a good dent early on Five down eight to go Mark we tried to explore this a bit on Tuesday How is it that he's so bad at Beat the Pundit And, and so good at the teasers Is it anything to do with the fact that he get, he's got a bit of time <laughs> And his mobile phone sitting next to him Well, well hold on a minute I'll I just round, him for I've, a cheat. I've round, round off three there right Did that get anywhere near my phone? I saw you looking at that piece of paper though At Gordon's during the break well, I tell you what Was I can't that... even see your piece of paper Never mind Do you this. know what I've started doing I have started making a conscious effort Of locking my computer Because I've got a sneaky suspicion That I come through to the studio About two minutes before you two And I think in the past He's had a look at my oh, screen I don't no, know how you want your computer And saying that He isn't a type of chart To know he's how not, to work not very tech savvy No but sometimes Aye. I leave it there Blatantly open Right on the screen And you couldn't miss it oh. and, and not, Well I would have probably Looked at it If, I, if it was openly there And saying that In the two minutes He's usually complaining About something That's went on in the day Or somebody in the office So he uses In the two minutes to, For just other things Just going back Right Just going back And I, I know I take a hard time I was the top notch Last season I beat the You played the most So you got and the most victories the most? But you're, you're who, who got the most victories yeah, because wow. you played the most. Exactly. So it doesn't matter. So why are you give me stick? You can only be you can only be uh, measured on a points per game basis, yeah. as we know. And my points no, per Roger game was the best. I don't think Roger lost well, last I, season. I, I think Roger, months. Roger, then me. I think me and Roger are both yeah. in Europe. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. We're going to speak to Stephen, who's a Rangers fan, in the very near future. Let's hear a bit from. Jim Goodwin Before we do that The St Mirren boss says He feared the worst When he and six of his colleagues Tested positive For coronavirus Six of those Proved to be false results Afterwards But he says it cost him Four days of training And he actually expects More incidents like this To happen across Scottish football In the coming weeks It hasn't been ideal We've missed out on Four valuable days of 
training. Um, obviously had to p- shut the place down until we got the results we needed. But we had a good conversation on Monday with the players and spoke about the importance of not letting these things affect us. You know, I think that this, you know, that kind of situation is going to be, you know, it's go- I think it's going to occur regularly. I think, you know, where sometimes the, the samples aren't quite as accurate as what maybe they should be or, you know, you get sometimes swabs are... Um, are infected or contaminated you know and I think that's just going to be the way it is unfortunately we're just going to have to deal with it yeah I was involved in it but you know, first and foremost you're concerned about your family of course I'm concerned about my colleagues because I'm thinking I'm thinking the worst you know if seven of us have it then it's a, it's a disaster not just for our club but for Scottish football as a whole um, and the fact that the numbers are seem to be coming down is a positive then we would hate to be that club or that company that is uh, is making the numbers rise so thankfully it all sorted itself out it did sort itself out certainly in comparison to, to what people feared when we first heard it six of them um, six were false results I should say afterwards but it, it does still show you that all this talk about September the 14th and, and maybe there's light at the end of the tunnel and, and we're getting there that it wouldn't take much f- for things to be derailed you know and he's talking about he and some of his colleagues Missed four days of training What if that happens Two days before a game Or a day before a game So We're not out of the woods yet No we're neither uh, No He's totally right This could happen at any time To any club And you wonder what the plan is In place for For when it does happen Near a game And and how We were already talking about A a congested Kind of fixture backlog And and try to squeeze all these games in What if somebody tests positive And players Or staff have to isolate what is the it has or do the SPFL have a contingency plan for that happening? So we're kind of learning <laughs> as we go here. I don't think there's anything set in stone, which is the worrying thing. Optimistic about getting fans in, but you're right. One one bad test or a number of infections at a club, we go back to square one, and that is a fear. So it's moving along very slowly. It's moving along in the right way, but we've got to be realistic and always remember. That this can just be kind of pulled away from us at any given stage. Yeah, and Jim Goodwin also says Tony Fitzpatrick shouldn't be criticised for saying St Mirren should be aiming for a top six finish. He says they want to emulate what Motherwell and St Johnston have done in recent seasons. Listen, I don't think there's anything wrong with anybody having ambition, you know, and um, a lot said about Tony coming out and saying what he said. You know, I don't think anybody should be shot down for that. You know, of course, we know how difficult the job is going to be to try and get into that top six we're competing against some very very good teams already they just have to believe in ourselves and I've brought the players that I've brought to the club who have had success of being up there you know Richard Tate in particular who when he came to Motherwell you know they weren't uh, exactly flying high they were fighting to stay in the league and three years later he leaves them sitting third on the table Joe Shaughnessy's experienced fourth place finishes with St Johnston in the past I don't think those two teams are a great deal bigger than what we are so you know I don't want to to, to put a squad together that's satisfied with just staying up I think we all have to have a little bit of ambition supporters directors me and the players we've all got to strive to finish as high up that table as we can but you know us saying that and us doing that are two completely different things you know we have to back it up on the pitch and that's my job and the players job to do that I feel like we've been here before Tony Fitzpatrick saying St Mirren should be aiming for a top 6 finish is there anything wrong with that? Um, not really no ambitious um, to be fair to Tony I love Tony to death He's went from 4th to 6th If he has a bad season He'll probably say Yeah top 8 next season um, I just think it puts a little bit of Pressure on your manager at times I, I know I'll, 
managers get away with a lot of stuff, but it does, you know, come out because if from, st- from who though? Because surely the supporters. Because if you start off poorly, Gordon. Now you look at St. Man the last um, two seasons, right? They beat Dundee United in a in a penalty shootout to stay in the league, and they were they were sitting in relegation problem this season. So Tony came out earlier. And said we want to be a top four And everybody's gone Yeah great ambition And I I do think you've got to look forward and up Of course because the argument is Well have a look at Livingston Have a look at Motherwell finishing third I totally get that I think that this year St Men will be higher Because I think they're doing a lot of good business In the transfer market Good experience Building the back four To make sure it's solid I think that's a great base for Jim Goodwin and I, there, no, there's nothing wrong with it, but just keep it within yourself for me, because I do think that supporters get carried away with a chief exec's, you know, opinion. But there's nothing wrong with saying they want him to be a top six or a top four. I mean, if he's saying he expects them, yeah, that's that's totally different. Yeah. That's when fans say, okay, um, come well, you need come December, and if we're sitting in ninth, then you go, well, is he going to do something about this? He expects this club to be in six. The manager's not doing it Then the manager comes under pressure But I think if there There's no harm in saying you want to be a top Everybody wants to What's the point if you don't want to be But as long as Jim and him have an understanding Of what the real expectations are so Behind the scenes then It sounds like you're saying there's a difference between An aim and An objective Yeah. So, so you know, don't judge the team On an inability to finish top six Or don't judge Jim Goodwin if they can't do it But ultimately why not aim for it Of course Right okay That has got to be Every team Where are uh, you aiming this year? To win the league But why not? (laughs) 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 Are you sitting down with a straight face? Moving swiftly on Stevens and Hamilton (laughs) Stephen Five subs Good or bad idea? Hi guys, uh, my opinion is uh, it's a bad idea. Like a few guys have called up and themselves have, have said um, it's a good thing for the the bigger clubs, Rangers and Celtic, that they'll get to use more of their, their squad members in the team. But in my opinion, it'll be better for the rear clubs. Going to Ibrox and Parkhead, maybe try to hold out for a draw or a, a win. Say in the last five minutes, there's going to be five subs. And to break up the play Slow down the time And eventually get them over the line To maybe try and get a result at Parkhead And it's going to be uh, As a Rangers fan Very frustrating watching this It's not going to be any yeah, different things wise Yeah the only thing yeah, On you go Mark can explain it I was just going to say Stephen The only thing is that You can only halt play on three separate occasions So you, you right. can't You can't make those five subs On five separate occasions So in theory Okay. It should be the same stoppage mark Is that what you think we've seen in the English Premier League? Yeah, yeah um, But just to kind of I mean, sort of agree with Stephen I suppose you can drag out You know, drag out that last substitution How many times have we seen um, Teams in the continent or important games You know, the board goes up Oh no, that's the wrong sub And somebody's going off the other side of the park While another guy's going off Suppose you can extend it It's not It's not going to be minutes um, But I suppose it's a wee bit But um no, the three stoppages I think was a big thing. I know when I get asked, uh, just my opinion, you know, a couple of weeks ago about it, my opinion was I'm not at fuss, but as long as it's just the three stoppages, that's that's the thing. If it's five, it ruins the game. You're, you know, you're stopping the game all the time and it's like Stephen says there, it can drag on and, and teams can 
Really take advantage To kill the clock So as long as it's three I don't see the big Or too big an issue with it You go along with that Gordon What were your Main observations Because we've now We've now seen it In action really In the English mm-hmm. Premier League I can I can totally understand it But I would If I was getting asked To sort of a vote on it I would probably say You know I'm quite happy With three substitutions I just um, I can understand The fact of the The amount of games And, and obviously I said earlier about You know Managers and sports scientists Nowadays They are in favour of it The clubs have voted for it So as far as I'm concerned Everybody's got their opinion on it It's there mm. We'll try it for a season We'll see how it goes It does favour Obviously Celtic Rangers But the other argument against that is What happens in next Monday When Ross County and Motherwell It's even Stevens With squads and everything So yeah Let's just get on with it Gordon The most important thing is At least we're looking forward To football at weekend Does that clear up Some of your fears Stephen? Yes it does I should, I'll do my research the next time I, No I'm not listen it, no, It's, it's a, a valid question Because I think that is what, what springs to mind You know Getting to the 91st minute And putting on a fourth sub And then again A minute or two later So I think that's obviously What they've They've, they've well, taken see, into account See regards to that For example So it would be two Two and one Or vice versa Like that So it's a three stages So for example then Clever managers Will be going Right You take your time Coming off And you need to wait for the two guys to go off the park and the two guys to go on, etc, etc. So there'll be cunning ways that uh, the managers uh, will come up with to halt the play and stuff like that as, as they do. Yeah, maybe. I mean, again, Mark, that, that might happen. You'd like to hope that's marginal and you'd like to hope that the officials are, are on top of it and are going to control it. Yeah. In- incidentally, um, the, the officials will all now have to be briefed on this. Uh, they maybe knew it was... It was coming But it wasn't confirmed Until today And we've got games That kick off Saturday lunchtime So I'd imagine tonight And tomorrow Will be spent With Crawford Allen And some of the other guys At the Scottish FA Speaking to all the refs And and trying to streamline The process And make sure everyone Knows exactly what's going on But last year I'll be interested to know If the rule still stands By the substitution That they have to leave the park At the the closest point Yeah it will be I mean that was an IFAB thing Brought in I can't imagine that That changing So you would hope That would kind of Minimise the amount of time wasting If two subs or three subs Have been made in the last couple of minutes Then they have to leave the pitch Unless by the way There's some sort of Covid reason that you can't do that That I've not thought of But Mm. I can't imagine But uh, you're right It's not giving the refs a a whole lot of time I mean How long does it take to discuss this But they need to know These rules and laws Inside out Because When this competitive stuff starts This season's going to be more explosive than ever And they're going to be scrutinised In every decision So they need to get Rule changes as to be fair, Matt, from the speaking start. to a, a lot of my good friends in the referee association, uh, <laughs> they're up to speed, and there'll be no problems. You know, everyone's been moaning today that the gyms aren't open, not because yeah. and he's the same, but not because he wants to keep fit so he can keep in with the referees. Yeah, that he's yeah. in the gym. Well, so have you seen any of them? Of course, he hasn't. The gym no, shut. No, AD or that walk on the streets or be willing. AD lives just down the road from us, uh, and I've not really seen him. But Stephen, um, before Gordon gets too carried away. Some people would hope that maybe we might see the odds, you know, extra chance for a, a youth player and academy product. Is that something as a Rangers fan you would welcome? I know it's a serious season. I know you're not going to take chances with with throwing kids in, but I'm sure Rangers fans would love to see a bit more of a pathway to the first team, would they not? Well, I've got mixed opinions on that as well. I discussed that with my friends today, and we're all for the youth to get a chance. But Rangers, for as far as for as, far as for as long as I've been supporting them, 
youth has, hasn't been given a chance because the demands are so much that they need to win every week. And I can't see Gerard throwing on a young guy unless, for example, Rangers are three or four up. They maybe throw the young boy on. But I can't... I, it might be wasting the boys' time going, but it could be playing reserve games or, or friendlies or whatever they, they do. Yeah, even loan, loan football. You wonder what the... The, the, you know the, the nine subs that you can put on the bench And then the five that you can bring on I wonder if that will then change the likelihood That a young player gets sent out on loan Maybe um, The loan the, I've, I've spoken to a couple of people through the week About how this reserve setup is going to go And especially for the bigger clubs Because smaller clubs You know from the championship down Want to pick from Rangers and Celtic And want to get in about the best players They actually They're not too sure how this is going to work I mean this is only fresh This nine subs you're right Gordon This could change things You know these these They don't feel the need To send them out on loan To get training And first team experience Being around the first team On the bench Getting 10-15 minutes here and there Might just suit um, Some coaches In terms of these young players I would go the other way Mark I would, I would have the, the best the, the pick of the crop Out playing Week in week out Rather than sitting on the bench Waiting for the the five ten minutes that you were saying, I totally understand being around the first team environment is good experience, but I don't think you can beat experience by going out and playing, whether it be at a level of the mm. championship. Now I know you're quite a big deal yeah, in, big in this deal. part of the world. I know that, but I think <laughs> yeah, you, you you've been you've been elevated a bit <laughs> tonight, I? and I know you like your golf as well. So you, re- I think you'll particularly Somebody like this one. No, no freebies for you. Well, mm. if you tap into this one, you might get one. Craig Connolly, who often tweets in the show. Well-known caddy um, on the PGA Tour He's tweeted us tonight He says wee bit of Clyde SSB for the car journey to the course And he's got Martin Keimer in the car Martin Keimer's loving it apparently According to Craig He says Martin Keimer's loving it too is, is, Did he not split Is, is he listening? Well, well obviously Right Did he not split up from Yeah I think he, they did have a, a party of ways no, the I, I, They're working together again this weekend <laughs> Oh are they? The that's, relationship that's is back fu- on That's the first thing he's went He's went to try and cause some controversy there he's, Did he, he not spark? Do you know, what that, do you know why that is? He's divorcing the brain <laughs> His first thought is divorce <laughs> I'd have him out the car right Well they're he, back but, together They're working this good, weekend That's good I'm, 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 I'm delighted for Craig But I, I, I was down at Dundonald And I sort of uh, followed Craig and Cam- is it Cam- Keimer Keimer yes. About the, the course when they played the Scottish Open a few years ago And he, he blanked me So don't read out, don't read out <laughs> no, his but, no, but now he's, he's now a fan of your work He didn't know who you were back then but, I mean, well, that, well, listen, I didn't know who he was Talk about a celebrity a listener A bad carrier to, to, I'm <laughs> talking about carrier. Martin Oh Martin <laughs> <laughs> I mean he's only got what two majors Former world number one Ryder ah. Cup winner and he's listening to see, you. See he's you listening to you a, take part and beat the pundit. Get a freebie oh, off him. See if you can get something. You know I, I'm quite excited about that. If you have any free clubs or balls, Martin, <laughs> please send them through. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take anything. Super scoreboard. We'll, we'll take, take anything. An old glove. Tease. Anything. <laughs> a couple of tees. Stephen and Hamilton, thank you very much for giving us your thoughts on the subs. Martin's asking him, not that Martin, not oh. Martin Keimer. Uh, he didn't send the teaser in. Maybe next week. 13 people who have been on the books at Celtic in terms of playing staff and also managed in the English Premier League, including caretaker roles. You've got Steve Keane, Paul Lambert, Malky Mackay, Tony Mowbray, Davy Moyes. Pierre Grant? No. Yeah. No? Not it. Sure. Mm, not according to Martin. We'll put that, but it sounds right. But ah, Martin's yeah. had a nightmare there. Did you say English Premier League? Yep. Yeah. 
Peter Bo Okay uh, Roy Keane With Sunderland Yes What Do- about Douglas was two Premier League Paolo Di Canio Sunderland as well Di Canio yes Douglas one Yes uh, Steve Clark No Oh good shoot Five to go Five mm-hmm. uh, I'll play with Sunderland We'll get them next Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here. They are trying their best, which is often not good enough. They're trying their best to come up with the answers on the full time teaser. Thanks to Martin for sending tonight's question in. And if you want to hear your question on the show at some point in the future, it's pretty simple. Fire it in an email, send it over to fulltime at Clyde1.com. Question tonight is 13 players have been on the books at Celtic in terms of playing staff, but they've also managed in the English Premier League, including caretaker roles. So guys like Kenny Dalgleish, Paolo Di Canio, Steve Keane, Roy Keane, Paul Lambert, Malky Mackay, Tony Mowbray, Davy Moyes, oh, they're whispering. They're teaming yeah. up and they're whispering. Yeah, he's <laughs> thinking Billy McNeil, but I think is that too far back. Yeah, too far back. But I'll tell you one that I played with him at City, good centre back, played with Celtic, managed Ireland, Mike McCarthy. Yes. Ah, oh, good shout. Well done. Aye, aye. I'm just thinking of the guys I played with down south. You know, see <laughs> in the reses as well. No, no, he was a big. He was captain. I was vice. What it is? What about what about? Did, um... <laughs> you were face. captain. I'd half an armband. <laughs> what about Matt McGee? Yes. Oh, well done. Right, come on, Mushroom, try and join in here. I feel I'm doing this myself. Three to go, is it? Mm-hmm. Caretaker, I bet they're caretakers, are they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, see. Older generation you or sure younger. Peter Grant's not there. He's not on Martin's list, so you I just blame him, don't blame yeah, me. Martin will need to have a look at yourself. What? Um, one is kind of recently. He certainly had his managerial spell recently, and he played for Celtic... More recently than the other two guys you're looking for. Is he managed in Scotland? No. I would say he is a former teammate of yours. Come on, he's a manager, an English pre. Oh, Freddie Lundberg. <laughs> I oh, can I forget Freddie? Brilliant. Jeez, uh, hi. Oh, I would have is loved it, to have is heard it true his that, team talk. Is it true that just something I heard? That, I don't know if you can stand it up for me. They actually were not sure Calvin Klein whether to pick you or him <laughs> for that yeah, campaign. Yeah. Two said similar builds of it is at that time. Yeah, yeah. I, I just had, it's, 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 it's not the build that they were, cheekbones. It's, and, it's, yeah. it's not the build they were looking for. Yeah, I don't think to be yeah, quite honest better, with you. Better an all round package. I you got me. Push game. Freddie. Well, no one. Wait on Marky Boy Freddy really I wasn't near the wait Freddy I had the The full package Oh did he? <laughs> Steady that on makes okay. any sense uh-huh. um, Right back to the question Please <laughs> well. uh, You're only looking for another two So I think we can We can leave it there Gordon's just spent the full ad break Starstruck I About the fact that, that Martin Keimer Is listening to the show tonight Can you um, imagine that? After hearing you He might never listen again But you know It's good to have him once I, I am over the moon That's made my full Super scoreboard career Because you doubted me Didn't you You thought I'd made it up And I showed you the picture There's even yeah. a picture Of the car stereo Craig and, and Martin I'm not bored about Craig the, He's not, I'm not impressed at the, him The PGA Tour Out in California <laughs> This weekend Craig can be Bursum's mate And he's listening Martin. He's listening <laughs> Is he? You're, uh, you're going to dine out On this story For weeks uh, aren't you I'd, But I don't know how He got pick. his name wrong Right away though yeah, he did, didn't Straight he? off You're terrible MK. names MK I don't know how he picks that up then. Then 
you know, because I I leave Glasgow and I I lose Radio Clyde right away. Well. <laughs> Without, without, it's a good advertisement <laughs> for <Clyde. laughs> Without people switching air, to go too in depth into the technology that's available in 2020, he's probably not tuning his car radio from California. It's All probably right. on the app, or you know. Yeah, I'm still happy. I don't really care if that's a wind up or it's not. It's not a wind up. There's a picture. A, t- a picture of a radio that says Clyde won Super Scoreboard on it yeah anybody can put that oh, on surely on. Stop. Right. what else is jumping out at you ahead of this weekend just before we round up um, I feel like it's does it, is it this just me do you feel like it doesn't really feel like yeah. the league starts on Saturday it's I mean this is Thursday night we should be absolutely buzzing about it and in some ways I am but in some ways it, it feels a bit weird it's, it's, I think the weirdest thing is we all know that there's not going to be fans in the grounds and how that's going to affect the well, affect the product to what we're watching, affect the performances of players. We don't actually know. Maybe it won't have any effect, and maybe we'll enjoy the games as much. But you always get the the, the excitement about you know um, grounds being packed in the first weekend, and you know there's been so much uncertainty over our season. Even when you look back, just a couple of days ago with Jim Goodwin and St Mirren, and to think that could be around the corner for any one of us, I think we're all a, a wee bit tentative. Getting ahead of ourselves And maybe that's why The excitement's not Ramped up right away But I don't think It'll be long I mean what a game To start the weekend off um, And again The excitement's Taken away a wee bit Because it's not A full house at Pataudry But it still will be A, a quality game One of our flagship games And it'll be great To get back into action I'm not even bothered about it I'll be playing golf First time in How many years At Super Scoreboard I've been patched <laughs> That's right we can, exclu- we can exclusively reveal He's been ditched uh, I, would, I would take that up with the bosses the no, whoa, 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 whoa. You're getting shoved out Take think. it up with the pandemic Explain it Explain it clearly no, I, I feel I'm pushed aside oh. And I'm quite happy I'm quite happy to move over yeah. Let the younger generation yeah. come in there are, there are limited seating options for press At games at the moment Because mm. of you know that that ongoing world pandemic that everyone's going through—that's a little bit more important than than your ego. Yeah, yeah you might be, have heard be, about be, it. Be, there's be twenty-two. Sure, I won't be listening. There's so, twenty-two thousand empty seats at Petodre. You still can't get one. <laughs> you, can, you couldn't get it. Never mind. Again. There are still there are there are limited <laughs> limited press passes available, and you you indeed right, I'm told have today not qualified. I was going to Aberdeen. I was excited. They could have just taken you and sat you in a normal seat as well, but it's obviously well, not valued enough. Be reassured, I won't be listening. You have to take these things seriously It's to keep everyone safe I'm taking it serious I'm just saying I won't be listening Because I mean He's going to break in In, in, in a month time Oh look I didn't want to say last... it But what size of mask Would it take to fit over that nose That's what everybody's saying He'll <laughs> last, last another month And he'll be back in here And somebody will have to cover for him Honestly See that the gyms aren't Did you just slag my nose there? The gyms aren't opening Because of the coughing and the... Imagine he sneezes at a game <laughs> <laughs> I could, I could postpone a game Feel like a wind turbine I, Up at Aberdeen as there well would be, with that. Oh. There would be a waterlogged pitch And a <laughs> Covid scare All at the one You took a hammer First for your gear Now your nose Only because your mother listens to a, a show couple of, a, couple of minutes, a couple of minutes left yeah. Are you willing to reveal Why you're no, dressed like that no, And what, what photo shoot you were at I'm today. telling you absolutely nothing It's keeping it close to his chest isn't it? it must be something important Yeah I know that I'm Especially now, where they I'm, shoes I'm now hanging about With bigger and better people Me like and Martin Craigie Kimer. and Martin. Yeah Yeah mm-hmm. hey, What about these two I'm, <laughs> I'm Gordon, I think Is it clue time? Yeah. Do we need a clue? 
Will we get them? Put it that um, way. No, no, Never I don't, I don't think you will. If I'm being honest, right, um, okay. no, you'll have heard the names. I just don't think you'll get it. Just a quick recap then about housekeeping. Full time at Clyde1.com. That's the address you need. We'd love to have your questions in, and we will test the guys out and see if they can come up with the answers in the future. Martin has sent this one in tonight, and he says, "Can you name thirteen players?" Who have been on the books at Celtic But they've also gone on to manage in the English Premier League Even if it's a caretaker So guys like Kenny Dalglish Paolo De Canio Steve Keane Roy Keane Paul Lambert Freddie Unberg, Mick McCarthy Mark McGee Malky McKay Tony Mowbray Davy Moyes Two to get, no? They were struggling, Gordon Right, this guy didn't I don't think he even played for Celtic um, He went on to play lots of times for Carlisle um, A couple for Spurs were, were way back in the 70s um, And then he, he was caretaker of like West Brom And Southampton in 2008 Initials please J G Jim John 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 Corman Yes Ah oh, I would have got that You would have got that? Yeah When? For a minute of time I would have googled it Yeah John Gorman Well done You got that one And the last one um, He's actually Scottish He was he was born up here If I tell you his English team I think you'll get it That he, that he played for He played for Arsenal Um Played for Arsenal mm-hmm. Scottish guy Dave Leary <laughs> He's Irish Who's Irish? <laughs> <laughs> Not David Leary, no He was caretaker of Aston Villa in 2015 Initials S.M. Steve McManam Oh, come on Mullen Scott Marshall Oh, no, no not chance. a chance. Yeah. That was tough, huh? Nah. Yeah. Tough. Well, a couple of tough ones, but a few easy ones you got there as well. Thank you very much to Mark Wilson and Gordon Diel for joining me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. As always, the biggest thanks goes to you. Thank you for your calls and your tweets and for listening in and keeping us company. We are just a couple of days away from the start of the new season. We all acknowledge it's a little bit different. Surely we can get excited about the football coming back We'll be here on Saturday Before that, the final build-up Your last chance, really To have your say ahead of the big kickoff Tomorrow night, 6 o'clock Fraser Wishart's in the studio Alongside Hugh Keevan So make sure you join us In the meantime, stay right there Callum Gallagher is up next <laughs>